Present Tense Podcast by Green Bucket Press. Welcome to Episode 1 of the Present Tense Podcast, hosted by Green Bucket Press founder, poet, and entrepreneur, Anne Markham Bailey. Green Bucket Press designs and produces products and programs that support and engage authentic voice. In addition to the voice book line of writing journals produced in Irondale, Alabama, Green Bucket Press also produces high-quality merch, wall graphics and signage, decals and stickers, as well as literary projects, including the Voices of Resistance Anthology by Sister City Connection a spoken word collective in Birmingham, Alabama. To learn more, check out our website and online store at greenbucketpress.com. Today's episode, Disturb the Universe, rises out of the voices of the Sister City Connection Spoken Word Collective. Sister City Connection events are a place where women and men come together to read, sing, shout, and preach about lovers, losers, births, breasts, vaginas, tumors, orgasms, death, rage, mothers, offspring, careers, and everything else. We come together to listen, and we hear one another. We tell truths, our own truths. As a response to the 2017 presidential election, Sister City produced an anthology, Voices of Resistance, published by Green Bucket Press. You can order a copy on our website. Here's the way that this episode came about. I was molested as a girl. I wanted to tell my mother what had happened to me. I spent years imagining and rehearsing how I would tell her. And decades passed. I didn't tell her because I didn't want to ruin her life. I wanted her to have an illusion of family life that had shattered for me when I was still a girl. So I held my silence and lived out my trauma, diminished my shine. Finally, I decided that the time was ripe to tell her. I started with when I was a girl and she held up her hand and said she didn't want to know. So I never have told her. When hashtag me too began, I was happy. Yes, it happened to me too. In all sorts of ways. I was assaulted. I was diminished. I was called honey in professional settings. I was undermined. But finally, I would speak. And I would encourage other women to speak. So when Roy Moore of Alabama 
lied about his stalking and assault, and the women who had the courage to come forward were doubted. I decided to do something to stand up for all of us who do not come forward in a world that hasn't supported us, but could. The idea of the Authentic Voices Project emerged one day several weeks before the senatorial election, and I began to solicit stories. We asked Alabama women to tell their stories of sexual abuse, and then we went through the stories and plucked elements from each submission. From there, we invited members of Sister City Connection Spoken Word Collective to record the selected segments. And we delivered these recordings to Renee Soul, who worked her magic, adding beats and weaving audio art. In Disturb the Universe, we're not asking to be believed. The truth of experience rises from within. Not looking outside for validations. We settle into the fluency of our native tongue before we were silent. From our abuse, we make art. We sound it out. We vibrate the chords that rise from our own throats and we bring our voices into the world. I was assaulted as a girl and I was bullied for decades. I was discriminated against because of my gender. I trained myself to be tough as nails. And in working with this project, I'm loosening up, softening, feeling my own story in the stories of others. Your story is my story. We want to continue this project so that there's no going back and we'll offer more information at the end of the show. Up front, I'd like to thank Craig Haltgren for our opening theme music, Octavia Karansky, Shantika Curry, and Laura Secord for their voices and encouragement, Renee Soul for her beat magic and for the anonymous women who sent in stories that are available to read in full on the Green Bucket Press website. Thanks to the staff at Green Bucket Press and to my partner, Robert Heithouse, for his ability to listen and to support the alchemy of turning trauma into art. And now, to the episode. I'm in the car wash, if you hear the noise. (sighs) It's almost the new year, and just got the files for the Authentic Voices Project. LaShondra put beats to it, and I'm kind of overwhelmed. I am about to launch the Present Tense podcast, another project from Green Bucket Press, an incredibly important one to me. This first episode is on the heels of Doug Jones' win over lunatic Roy Moore in the Alabama Senate race. 
and I'm about to go into the dryer tunnel, so hold on. He was an older friend of my best friend's older sister. He taught me how to unfasten my window and raise it enough for him to enter my room at night after my parents went to sleep. Continually, he tested my boundaries, wearing me down, until I allowed him to kiss me, to touch me, to do things that I felt so much fear and terror for doing, to do things I did not want to do left me weeping in my bed at night. I did not tell my parents when it started happening. But I didn't tell anyone because I was terrified. Terrified of the shame, the hurt, the blame that I might receive. I didn't want anyone to know what happened to me. He threatened me. He stalked me. He sat outside my bedroom window. I know for a fact that I was not the only victim my perpetrator hurt. There were nearly a dozen of us, I later learned. I was in the eighth grade. The shame deepened. I just wanted to be a girl, but I never would be again. None of these incidents were rape or even particularly terrible assaults but they are examples of what almost every woman will deal with at some point in her life, and usually very early. I simply went to school where I ran track, where the coach who groomed me to be a champion runner was also a predator. How did the administration turn a blind eye to coach? I asked. The last thing this school needs right now is to air its dirty laundry like scandal on the front page of the National Enquirer. Never let the bastards keep you down. Love and forgiveness conquer all. Just because women are silenced again and again doesn't mean the impact of the sexual violations and assaults aren't woven into every breath they take for the rest of their lives. My classmate pinned me down when I was drunk and stuck his penis in my mouth in front of his and my friends the week before I had to graduate sitting next to him. I was drugged and immobile while I had sex for the first time. As a friend of a friend removed my clothes and raped me. My first sexual encounter with another human being was named War. I also hope for my two daughters that they never ever have to go through what I went through. I was sexually assaulted by my great aunt's husband when I was about 12 years old. All of a sudden, he had his hand on my breast, squeezing it and looking at me. No one saw him, and I never told anyone. It didn't ruin my life or anything, but it made me distrustful of men. I then did what most women do. I chalked up my experience to being female and carried on with the business of living. I did not know for many years 
that I was born whole and wise and unashamedly wet and wild. Being raped changed my life, and the man who did it, a serial rapist according to DNA, is still out there somewhere. I think about him every time I travel for a poetry reading. Every single time. I wonder if he is sitting in the audience, smirking. But today, my choice is different. Today, I dare to disturb the universe. But today, my choice is different. Today, I dare to disturb the universe. But today, my choice is different. Today, I dare to disturb the universe. But today, my choice is different. Today, I dare to disturb the universe. What follows now is a conversation with Laura Secord, Shantika Curry, Octavia Kransky, and myself, Ann Bailey. You could even call it disturbing the universe. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so weird. I just <laughs> that that line just like it was like. Phew. Yeah. It is. It is. So I just wondered if what comes up for you reading this, you know, I know I've been working on the project pretty closely, so I know what's happened with me, but I'm, it's hard to, to me, it's hard to read this without having some like visceral feelings and reactions. Do you want to comment on mm -hmm. anything that comes up for you? Is this off? Is that off? It's on. It's on. Oh, it's on? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Laura. Oh, pass it on. <laughs> um, what I kept thinking is how much this story is every woman's story to some extent. Okay. You know, and how young women are when they first have to encounter somebody <laughs> breaking their their whole their wholeness before they even have a have a right to consent really have a have the you know, they have a right to consent but before they have um, a sense of the strength of, of of their consent you know that somebody's taking advantage of such young girls and I always think how did I get away from, how did I not have this happen to me uh -huh. except that I was just so mean and loud. <laughs> Mm -hmm. that, um, mean and loud sometimes is a good, good thing. Um, what kept coming up for me was, um, wow, all of these stories, and what about the stories we aren't getting? Right. The stories that we don't hear about that aren't represented. Mm -hmm. um, that what that's what came up for me. Like, wow, this is such a universal theme, and yet. Um, we are still tearing down walls to talk mm -hmm. about it. Yep. I'm just, um, you know, I've had a lot of opportunities to feel sorry for myself about other things, 
that have happened to me. And um, I feel a little guilty about feeling grateful that I did not have to endure this one. This is one story I don't have to tell. And I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful for what that's worth. And I also think how courageous the folks, that, the women that wrote these were mm -hmm. to share these stories, to be willing to share these stories. Yeah, I think that, like, in thinking about the project, part of it was just came out of the Me Too. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And a certain amount of powerlessness, also feeling like, oh, Me Too, Me Too, Me Too, Me Too, Me Too, Me Too, and then also hardly anyone thinks they're going to be believed. Mm -hmm. um, I certainly, like, my perpetrator was a family member, but... I've never wanted to really rock the family in the way that would happen mm -hmm. and then face not being believed after not having been protected. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, it's actually a personal freedom to not tell, the to bring it to the family because that's part of my freedom is to not bring anything back to these people, mm -hmm. right? But. Um, but it seemed like, whoa, what if we can tell our stories to one another? Mm -hmm. And that's the power, mm -hmm. that we take our power back. So we're not asking to be believed. We're telling our truth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then we put it out in a way that people can listen to it. And it's overwhelmed. I mean, people don't make this shit up. Right. Mm -hmm. Who wants to sit around telling these kind of stories? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So my hope is that uh, once this first version is done, that then we can keep moving forward with another version. Mm -hmm. Because we're trained to be silent on this. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Mm -hmm. We really are. Uh -huh. And so... I understand that it takes it does what you said. It really takes a lot of courage for somebody to tell the story, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. when it opens up, it's just so many people. Mm -hmm. And when they're telling it, and they're telling it to the people that neglected to help them, or the perpetrator themselves, then they really have to face the trauma of mm -hmm. having the courage to say this, and then having everybody not believe them. And that's what keeps this going on, uh -huh. you know. It's uh -huh. and it, it's been going on for such centuries. Mm -hmm. So, well, thank you very much for for being part of this. Um. If you're interested in getting involved in the Authentic Voices Project please go to greenbucketpress.com and look for the Authentic Voices Project button on our homepage. We'd love to hear from you. You do not have to remain silent about the trauma that you endure. Please find a safe place and speak out. You can always reach us at hello at greenbucketpress.com. Thanks so much for listening to our very first podcast episode. It's the Present Tense Podcast by Green Bucket Press.